It's been quite the year. Who knew one year ago all the things that would happen in 365 days? When I came up with the idea to write down 50 things that I wanted to do before I turned 50, I may have thought I had more control over what happens in my life than reality proved to be true. I'm not saying that everything that happened was bad. I'm not saying that everything that happened was what I envisioned. It wasn't good or bad. It just was. I didn't realize that I could look at things that way either. That's something new I've learned this year as well. Things happen. That's life. And I get to decide how I want to view the situation. Let's just say it's been quite a year. My head is still spinning from all the events of even just the past two months. Does life ever slow down enough so we can catch our breath and catch up a little? I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. In case you're new to this podcast or to my quote-unquote online life, let me catch you up a bit. In November of 2020, I was turning 49. One year until the big five zero. Kind of scared me, so I came up with a plan to write 50 things I wanted to do before I turned 50. A few of the reasons I made a list of 50 things I wanted to do before I turned 50 were... I wanted to set the stage for the next season of my life. I wanted to create a pattern of not getting stuck in the same old things that I do all the time. I wanted to push myself to do things I wouldn't normally do and to actually do the things I usually think about for way too long. Look, I always have big dreams, big goals, big hopes, but I don't always follow through and sometimes not even because I don't have the time. Am I alone in this, or are we soul sisters on that one? I never thought that everything was going to work out exactly as I wanted it to, but I did at least try to meet every single goal that I wrote down. There were many things that didn't happen, and I'm okay with that. I will add them to my list of 51 before 51 for this next year. Maybe I'll modify them to something that seems more what I can do now. The honest truth is that I feel like I've had to walk through mud with cement shoes on to achieve a lot of the things I've set out to do in the past. And the main reason for my goal setting is that I'm trying my hardest to shed the belief that things have to be hard and prove to myself that there is a new way to look at things. I can do hard things. I can be strong physically and mentally. I have courage. I am supported. And I believe you are too. I believe that life is meant to be enjoyable and not always so hard. So why did I share them with my online community and not just keep them to myself? Well, number one, so that they may inspire you to do things that scare you, push you, help you to grow, and make you excited to add more years to your life. Not that anything I chose to do was that inspirational, 
It's more basic than that. I was just trying to share with you that small things can mean big things to you. Number two, to help keep me accountable and not back out on some of them. That's why I spoke them out loud instead of keeping them to myself. So I'd be a little more accountable. Number three, so that you would share with me some of your ideas of what you're doing. I wanted to hear from you and be inspired by you. And many of you have shared your goals with me. Here's a few of them that you guys uh, let me know about. One lady said that she was going to quit her job so that she could put her ship back in order at home, that her kids had been struggling. And so she was going to make that a goal for the year. Another said that she was going to begin the Bible project and read the Bible in a year. One said that she was going to redo her daughter's bedroom. Another one was to learn to do all the things my husband used to do for me before he passed away last year. I know from experience that's not a hard that's a hard one. My mom's doing that as well. And another one said that she was going to watercolor one page in her journal every day and journal on the next page. Now there were a lot more that you all shared with me, but I hope some of these spark ideas for you to try as well. All right. I guess I have to be true to my word and talk about some of the goals I set. Some I achieved and some that I didn't. There isn't time to talk about all of them. There were 50 after all, but let's touch on a few. Now, just for your information and to be completely honest, I finished 37 out of 50 of my goals. Now, some of them I came close to finishing, but I didn't count them if they were not 100% complete. All right, so one of the ones that I'm most proud of is saying yes to something that scares me and to do it. Now, I was shocked at how many opportunities came up to achieve this goal, even though I only meant to do it once. I obviously attracted more of them into my life. So I dove off a boat. Now, if you want to listen to more about that, it's on episode nine. I dove off a cliff into a fast running river. I went ziplining. I rode down, let's see, I rode a bike down a steep hill, and I talked to you about that in episode seven. And probably my biggest one is I went to a different country without my husband, which was terrifying. (laughs) And that's to name a few of the things that I said yes to that scares me, and I did them anyway. Right, another one is I ran in a 5K. Now, if you know my story of my physical and emotional health, you can join in my excitement that I was able to do this. Some people can do a 5K without even training, but for me, it was something I had to work towards, and I'm proud of myself for doing it. I planted a cut flower garden. I love gardening, and I haven't had much time to spend with my flowers like I used to. This goal encouraged me to make time for something that is important to me. It helped me to remember that I'm important to make time for, too. Um, Another goal was to paint outside. I don't mean to paint my house. I meant to like actually like art type painting. This is another thing I did simply because it used to be one of my favorite things. My daughters and I used to go and do little outings where we would paint outside. And that's all been pushed out because of me letting myself get too busy. I love doing mixed media art and I've really missed it. So making time for myself is a pattern that I really want to stick to. And this is one way that I wanted to restart that pattern. Another one was to make time to listen to someone every week. Now, I love this one. People are my favorite. I love to talk to people. 
and I have the most amazing family, friends, and neighbors. So this goal helped me to keep my priorities in order. People are always more important than busyness. I can make time for deep conversations and deep connection. It's a top priority for me, and this goal was one that I loved doing. All right, this another one was find out something about each of my nieces and nephews that I didn't know before. This one was a bit hard because, first of all, they range in ages from 27 to 3, and I don't see a lot of them very often. So it pushed me to to text or to snuggle up next to them on the couch when they would probably rather be on their phone and have a little chat. Because it was one of my goals, it would pop into my head whenever I was around them, and it got me to engage with them when I may not have made the effort. It was fun to do, and it's going to be on my list again next year. And here's my very favorite. The goal was to scrapbook a picture a day for the whole year. Now, I can't even explain how much I love the 50th year scrapbook that I made. It's simple. It's not a scrapbook in the sense that it's got all the cutesy things on it. It's just a record of my life. It's simple and it got simpler as the months went on. But I just took a picture every day and recorded a memory. I've never done that before, and I absolutely adore it. It's a physical representation of a whole year of my life, and I'm definitely doing this again next year. I encourage you to do the same thing. I'm going to turn it into one of my monthly workshops, and I'll create an insert for you that you can use to do the same thing I did. So if you don't want to do stamping or any of that other stuff, you can just use the insert. Now, I'm going to aim for January of 2022, but I'm not, don't tie me to that. Just watch for when I do that workshop. I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can sign up for the waitlist if that's something you're interested in. I'm super excited for that, and I would love for you to join me in that. All right, so let's be honest. There's the flip side of this too. What were a few that I didn't complete? I didn't paint my cabinets in my kitchen. I've been wanting to do that for years and it didn't happen again this year. I didn't make a phone call just to chat as often as I wanted to. I didn't hike Timpanogos Cave or Cedar Breaks, but I did switch plants during a few trips to make it possible that I could hike in Zions National Park And even went to the Grand Canyon this year. So at least I did those goals. I just didn't get to those other um, hikes that I wanted to do. Now, also, I didn't make something out of that green fabric I've had for five years. I know I showed it to you guys on Instagram at one time. And I've decided on the dress I was going to make, but I just couldn't get it done. All right, so you got to learn something from all this, right? This is what I learned. So these are some things that I will change when I write out my list for this year. I made some of my goals too big, like putting 10 things for one goal. So I'm going to simplify this next year. Okay, and I'm also I'm going to try to stretch myself even further, like to do things that are even harder to reach. I'm also going to classify each goal under some um, headings like physical goals, social, intellectual, spiritual, and emotional I think that this will help me to be more well-rounded in the goals that I set. Not having too many in one area should stretch me more and keep it interesting. Now, am I mad at myself that I didn't finish every goal? No. I did more than I ever thought I would, and I learned a lot as I did. 
I have set a new pattern to push myself past my comfort level and to try new things. I proved to myself that age is just a number, even though it's still hard to say I'm 50, and I can progress even as I age. Now, I realize how good of a life I have. I'm surrounded by amazing people that love and support me. I'm married to an amazing man who I adore. I get to love and to be loved in return, and we get to grow together. I have four fantastic children who allow me to be their mom and their friend. Life is good, and I am blessed. All right, it's that time again. My signature program, Unique Connection, is open for registration. Class begins on January 7th, 2022. I can't think of a better gift to give yourself for Christmas. Okay, have you, you've never heard of Unique Connection? Well, over the next few weeks on the podcast, I'll be sharing more about it, as well as on Instagram at Hunky Dory and in my Facebook group. Unique Connection is a program that helps you reconnect with yourself by learning to connect with your time, your life, and yourself. Let's break it down a little bit more today, and we'll start a little about connecting to your time. My favorite thing when I was learning to connect to my time was learning to define my priorities. Many people I know have no idea what their priorities are. It's just what is yelling the loudest that day. When I learned to recognize what was most important to me, it made it so that when I chose what I was going to do every day, I chose according to my priorities. The Unique Connection Method teaches you how to define your priorities in a step-by-step way that breaks it down so you can find freedom in knowing what's most important to you. And using that helps you to make decisions. It sounds so simple, but if you've ever not been able to answer the question, what would you like to do? You know how incredibly important it is. When you're ready to make the unique connection with yourself and learn to love you for who you are again, join me for Unique Connection. I'd love it if you join us in January. Seats are limited so we can create a connection with each other in the class, so join us today. You'll find a link in the show notes and at hunkydory.com. I can't wait to connect with you there. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful, and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day, and I'll talk with you again next week.